An epic and intense tale of bravery in the lead up to and during the First World War, Warhorse focuses on the trials and tribulations of a chestnut animal named Joey and on those who come into contact with him. When it was first performed on stage in London in October 2007, Warhorse rewrote the rule book on what was possible in puppetry. It wowed me when it was last in Melbourne in 2012-13, and it's done so again. Put simply, this is a remarkable must-see production of the highest order, a triumph of conception and execution, in which highly skilled puppeteers inhabit inanimate objects, effectively shells, and make them come to life before our very eyes. The landmark National Theatre of Great Britain production of War Horse is based upon a novel by Michael Morpurgo, adapted for the stage by Nick Stafford. It features a cast of 34 and more than 20 puppets, many life-size, created by South Africa's Handspring Puppet Company. It's played in 98 cities across 12 countries, won more than 25 international awards and been seen by in excess of 8 million people. Steven Spielberg also directed a film adaptation of the story that was released in 2011 and was nominated for six Oscars. Let me turn back to this Australian stage production. You care so deeply about what happens, especially to Joey, and that has everything to do with the drama and pathos invested in the storyline and its realisation. The concentration on the steed never shifts, although the horse, at various junctures, is under the charge of a farm boy, Albert, who trains him, representatives of the British and German armies, and a disabled French girl. The cruelty of man and the tragedy of war remain mainstays, although, ultimately, War Horse is a heroic tale of triumph against overwhelming odds. Throughout the heaviness, there are also pockets of humour to lift the mood momentarily. Having seen and appreciated War Horse before, I had the good fortune to sit next to a couple of young men who were seeing it for the first time, and their reactions were invaluable. They rode every bump, just like I'd done, as Joey is transposed into spirited flesh and bone, whose life had to be preserved at all costs. Many times, the vicissitudes of the times threatened to bring him a cropper, and yet, through smarts, gut strength and sheer determination, he found a way. In the meantime, many men, and it must be said horses, fell by the wayside in a bloody war of attrition. The puppetry isn't restricted to the horses, with a feisty goose and birds also in the limelight at various junctures. Although most of the production naturally takes place on stage, a few scenes feature actors cowering immediately in front of that platform. The narrative is undoubtedly aided by the soundscape, consisting of naturalistic sound effects and a few choice musical numbers, along with the lighting and projection design. The latter is brilliantly realised in black and white in all but one scene on a large elongated cloud positioned above and stretching almost the length of the stage. It unquestionably adds to our understanding of what's going down and when. I can't recommend Warhorse more highly. It's a harrowing but ultimately uplifting story, once seen, never forgotten, playing at the newly refurbished Regent Theatre in Melbourne until the 8th of February. Thereafter, it moves to Sydney's Lyric Theatre from the 15th of February until the 15th of March, 
before the Australian tour finishes in Perth at the Crown Theatre, where it'll play between the 24th of March and the 12th of April 2020. Subscribe to the full podcast at Stitcher and iTunes or your favourite podcast distributor. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com.